It's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, producer Dub is sitting in with me and we're talking about some of the things you need to discuss before you get hitched. Plus, I review Indian Matchmaker on Netflix. We talk about the harrowing story that producer Dub and my son were in over the weekend and some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Paula will be back next week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs, Jamie. Mexicans and Russians will get the shit done. And producer Dub. Would you still love me if my arm was cut off at the elbow? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 486. Ugh. Ugh. Yes, this is a producer dub episode, so if you want to skip it and catch up on the previous... Never heard that joke before. Previous, more high-quality episodes in which he edits to make us sound good, (laughs) you go right ahead. But some of you like listening to him. I know we do have some listeners who enjoy the... uh, Ad listener. the, the, The banter. No, I think we have... Well, you know what? You would have to... Check the, the numbers. status. The stats. The numbers. Can I just? Paula doesn't know. Can I just tell her that my episodes are record episodes? No, I would. Then... There's no lying in this oh. business. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no lying. Anyway, welcome to the ugly truth. This is actually interesting. Hold on. To turn on the light. I can't see. Oh, okay. Because the writing is too small. I wrote my wrote the notes way too small. So the other day, I thought this was kind of um, perfect timing. Oh, okay. How are you? By I'm the way. Good. Thanks, love. You're good? Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, I'm good, too. Awesome. I was about to ask. <laughs> Doing great. The pandemic is kind of getting to everybody a little bit. Have you noticed that? A little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Are you? Yeah. Are you really? Because yeah. I don't get the impression. Here's the thing. With men in general, there's a... I don't know if it's biological or if it's the you know the way we raise our boys in this country or in the world... But it seems to me that women are the ones that are going a little more insane with the pandemic. Or are we just accustomed to expressing our emotions or being a little more honest about how we're not not faring as well? Well, or... I think I think it's normal gender differences being amplified. Right. So yeah. for me, if I'm going a little bit, not me personally, but if, as a guy, like men, if, if they're going a little bit crazy, then you know it's a little bit th- more more down the road because the, generally speaking, we're more aloof, right? We're like whatever, right? Yeah, but, you just did, but, you right. Just but, but if that, but if we're not doing that or starting not to do that or noticing that that's being aloof isn't enough anymore to kind of avoid the the perils of life, as it were. There's know? a couple of interesting trends going on now that this pandemic is here to stay until there's a vaccine or sure. however, thinning of the herd. I don't know what's going to happen well, I with hope it. it's the former, but yes. But what's interesting is these, like you and I went to Tahoe for our anniversary weekend last right. weekend, and it was unbelievably crowded. I was shocked. I've never seen Tahoe that busy. And I don't mean bumper to bumper cars. I mean, just people everywhere yeah and ironically when we returned there was a news story about bay area workers who are going 
why the hell am I living here when I'm going to be working from home for the rest of my career with this company? I can do this anywhere with a good Wi-Fi. So they are leaving the city and going to other areas in which their money would stretch further because anywhere outside of the Bay Area is better. Even our server at the restaurants were like, oh yeah, we've got a shit ton of Bay Area people yeah. living up here because they can. I think we have not seen the end of this altering what's going on. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking... so. We communicate pretty well. I would think so. Um, during the pandemic, you and I have not suffered the COVID divorce or the COVID separation where we feel like we can't we can't stand each other anymore. We have I, two floors, so we I think it's because <laughs> we went through our rough patch a decade ago. Sure. So now we work through a lot of our bullshit, and so now we know how to express ourselves respectfully to say, you're being an asshole. I'm going upstairs, leave me alone. Yeah. And that happens, right? Sure. You don't call me an asshole, but I call. I don't even. Okay. Anyway, so don't out yourself. Here's what's weird. It's not weird. It's only weird if you've never been married or if you're brand new married and things aren't are, are rocky. And yeah. honestly, I don't know why you would get married right now. This is like the worst time to start a marriage because y'all are well, cooped up and it's really only cute for about a month. And then you're like, oh, I gotta get out. You well, know, you're like, I, I hate think, it. I think if you were already well on your way, but I don't know why you would do a whole courting kind of like oh my god can you imagine like, like i could see getting married now because you've been together and you were planning it anyway i suppose but but nobody can leave but <laughs> nobody's going to work guys do not propose during this shit oh my god <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't don't way too many don't. drunken nights together going you know what i love you you're my best friend let's get married it's like oh what did we do it would be terrible it would i mean not everybody but in general yeah. I, I think it's a bad idea okay so this woman tweeted this thread about it's called don't get married before dot 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 okay so she oh, did this okay. thread and she had like 20 but to me there was some way too many similarities so i broke it down but i was reading this going this feels like like just simple logic but if you are madly in love because the sex is real good and you're young and everybody's bodies mm -hmm. look hot naked and, you know, there's no kids and you got one cute little dog and you're doing just a really fun single couple thing, then you may not necessarily have these deep discussions because, you know, fucking is way too much funner. You know, you don't <laughs> want to have deep discussions. And that is the truth. I'm, I don't think that's a lie. So I broke it down, but we'll go through some of them quickly. Okay. So the first one is finances don't get married until you talk about finances oh, okay who's so gonna do what before you do this have or... a discussion yeah okay, got it. so finances who's gonna pay for what who's gonna do what will there be separate bank accounts will there be you know what's your spending habits are you have a savings blah 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 it's funny because i don't know did we talk about i don't remember even it well, first of all, I, I don't like, get mad at money, so I don't really like right. I've so never that, had that, a problem I, with that. That part I remember discussing. Like, well, yeah. well, you know, I think we were or very early on, we were not going to let. Well, first of all, you have to have something to argue about. It. Well, that is true. You do have to have money. Although, <laughs> so, if you have money and you have one person who goes out and immediately buys video no, games sure, or sure. beer, it's not good. Wait, or makeup. <laughs> Come on. Makeup is not a video game. You need makeup to make money. <laughs> You don't wait, need a video game to wait, make money. Why do you need makeup to make money? To look presentable to the public. Oh, my God. That has to happen. Uh, children. When? How many? What happens if you're infertile? Would you adopt? And, you know, I remember having that discussion with you. Well, I knew you weren't infertile, and you knew I wasn't <laughs> infertile, so. But I do remember us talking about adoption. Yes. And we were both like, eh. But I think it's because when you're 
when you're fortunate and you don't yeah. have to worry about fertility, then it's not really on the table. Worry about fertility is not a phrase I've ever heard you say. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this one was interesting. STDs. Oh, like, have you ever had any? Have you ever had any? Do you get tested before you get married? Uh, now, back in the day, you had to have a blood test to yeah. test for STDs to even get a license. That's they, right. I don't know when that ended, but I'm like, now it's like, man, they should probably still do that. That'd be kind <laughs> of interesting. But that's under the assumption that, you know, I don't know, like, don't give your virgin bride VD. I'm not really sure why they did it, but they used to do it. You used to have to get a blood test to get anything, but now you don't. And then the other is, how do you... Do you have an agreement to continue the testing per request when you're married? Like, if you think there's been some infertility or some concerns, mm. how do you agree that if requested, this you will go and get it done? This is a lot like the relationship agreement on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm just saying it's something that you should talk about. Like, is there some kind of arrangement that should you want them there's to a, get? There's a there's an emergency red button I can push <laughs> to demand a blood if test. You, and if you hear that, that means you've go you've, your... you've agreed that I think you're <laughs> cheating, and therefore you need to go get tested. Right. Uh, anger management is anger an issue for uh -huh. you? Do you take it out on others? How do you handle your anger? Would you go to therapy to work on it if it was bad? To me, that seems like. You are talking to someone you don't know very well. Yeah. So that my thinking is, is that if you have to have a discussion about that topic, then don't get married. <laughs> exactly. That's the point of this. Like, why list. would you marry somebody that you had to have a pre-marriage conversation mm -hmm. about anger management? This one was interesting. Stupid. Clothing. Cl wait, the style. lack thereof. No oh, style. Clothing. It matters. Like your your choices in dress. Ah. Uh, if one is very very casual, where someone else is super dressy. Uh, that can affect the relationship. And I agree with that, actually. <laughs> That's weird. Well, think about it. It seems what like if, a... What if you, what if you were uh, dating a, a woman who only wore dresses and heels, no matter what the occasion, <laughs> and you wore cargo shorts and Crocs <laughs> and a white stag t-shirt okay. from Walmart again, every day? Again, slightly different than the anger management. But why would you be with that person? You don't know their life. It happens. Sexual compatibility, duh. Der. Energy. Does your energy level match? Are you with someone who's like a little <laughs> slug or are you a little tigger? Okay, but, but these are not... You're, You're acting like opposites never attract. And there has to be a discussion I, about it. Uh, yeah or or at least a consideration in the long term you may love someone who's super energetic maybe, maybe and you're i'm not. maybe i'm overthinking it because of the first few felt like like finances feels like a conversation you need to have <laughs> i know whereas things like clothing and energy levels because i don't know how things, you have a conversation okay about i will that. tell you why you just because, are or you aren't no. In the beginning, you go, well, I think it's cute that he always wears this or that. And then 10 years, you're like, I fucking hate those shorts. I don't know why you have those. You're like, this yeah, is who okay. I am. No, here, here's the thing, though. If you go from it's cute to I hate them more than anything mm -hmm. in 10 years, it has nothing to do with the fucking shorts. Okay. But nothing. It, but it, I'm just saying it's something you have to discuss. And by the way. I don't think you do. Well, I got rid of all your cargo shorts. I know that, so. but but that's that's, that's my thing. It's like it's it had nothing to do with the shorts. It had to do with the fact that you you hate each other now. It's called compromise. Okay, that feel like a discussion to me.
opposite gender boundaries, which I think is inc- incredibly oh, important. Oh, that's an interesting. Is one. it okay to hug or kiss opposite sex friends, uh, colleagues, uh, dinners, I, lunches? I would hope you had been uh, out enough to know. What are you comfortable what that with? Is, you don't but, necessarily. But yeah, but that's and a good call. I have to say, I am very unhappy with anybody that i am fucking touching another woman sure other than a handshake i'm even cool with a hug if i'm present well and if it's family that's or not the like, same i'm talking oh, opposite no. sex people yeah like and yeah, the yeah, only yeah. way i can do it is i think would my man be okay with me hugging this gentleman that i'm not fucking or even related to in this manner huh and would I like it if he did it to some other woman? See that? With big tits? That's a, see, I would hate it. Oh, you threw in the big tits. Part. Well, because I know that's the only reason you would hug another one. <laughs> oh no, God! And so, no, but that sounds like a topic you would. Uh, that one, I agree. That sounds yeah. like something you would have a discussion about. Because would you around. want, or, or like, because I you would know, not want to be surprised by something. I will like say, that. you and I have refined this raw edge. Because there were social media discussions about, you know, certain people you are friends with or how you chat or, you know, anything. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty territorial. But I also know what happens if you let that shit go. Oh, for me, for me, not other people. I know a couple who are very flirtatious with other people that they're not married to. And it's okay with them. They're fine with it. I don't know how you can be, but that's because (laughs) I'm not built like that. You're not wired that way, yeah. Okay, social media, same yeah, thing. Sure. Um, but it's like, is it okay to post about your business without the other person's permission? So it's like, it's another boundary. It's like, is uh, it okay for someone to post unedited, unapproved photos of your significant well, that, other? That we know the answer is no in this family. In this coupledom, it is not appropriate. It needs full, full approval or, you know, like details of what you've been doing or what you're doing. Like, you know, what's the level of privacy that you want? I'm incredibly private. And yeah. you know that now, of course. And we've learned that the hard way. Also, infidelity. What is the definition of infidelity for you? Um, I think that's a super important yeah. discussion because for some people, an emotional affair is just as bad as putting your dick or allowing somebody to have sex with you. I I think it's a betrayal. A betrayal is a betrayal. Yeah. But some people may not feel that way. So I think that's an important discussion. Sure. I agree with that as well. And then finally, my favorite, dying wishes. Oh, God. <laughs> Advanced directives, wills, what do you want done if you're paralyzed, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Because how many discussions have I had where I'm like, if I lose an eye, will you still love me? <laughs> yes, all the time. Actually, what's great about those conversations is where they come from, mm-hmm. which is this little place I like to call nowhere. <laughs> They come out of nowhere. Like, like, it doesn't lead to a conversation. We can literally be watching a show or driving to go out to dinner or listening to a song. And then it'd be like, would you still love me if my arm was cut off at the elbow? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? But But then again... I've come to expect those things. So they shock me a hell of a lot less than they did early. Or, in marriage, you know, so. questions like if I'm in a coma, are, would you pull the plug? Well, those are would a little you... more serious. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but that's but the whole point yes. is that you kind of need to know. And it's just like, I know that Daryl would never want to be like this. And you're laying there going, yes, I would. You know, and I'm like, no, no, he wouldn't. And pull the plug. I got to get out of here. <laughs> it's expensive. No, I'm just kidding. I would never, unless you want to be too. That's the yeah. whole point. Or like, you know, final burial, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, we barely discuss that stuff even now. I mean, it comes up. 
I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind a million times. And none of our children or I know for sure what you want to happen. (laughs) So I don't know what you want. I literally don't know what you want. There's a just in case folder in the file cabinet. And but you've not shared with me your what you want. Is it something unusual? Do you want a Vikings funeral? (laughs) That would be awesome, actually. (laughs) Well, see, now there's a reason for me to take archery lessons. Uh, Oh, see, there we go. Right there we go. You can have a bow and arrow now. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I know you. Although you realize that you don't need a like one that with an arrowhead on it to do that. It just needs to. But it's got to have fire on it. I know, but it's just a ball. Whatever. I think it'd be great. I just, I'm not a fan of lots of sharp objects in that house. Oh, for me to have? Yes. That's why I don't have any power tools. Power tools. I want a nail gun. No, give me a nail gun. I want a fucking nail gun. (laughs) All right. Well, we're done anyway. Um. Okay, so that those so, are the basic yeah, some, some of discussions. Were better than others. And like, here's the thing but, with yeah. with lists like this. First of all, it went just wild, like wildfire on Twitter. Than that. There were twenty, oh, yeah, geez. but they were all kind of the same yeah. to me, so I didn't really. Um, but I was like, this is so funny because all of this is non. It's a moot point if you communicate effectively. Sure. So really, Mo- the, most of it. The list should say one: learn to communicate effectively with your partner. Yeah. Figure out how you guys talk and communicate with each other. Now we were very fortunate before we were a couple. Our personalities, for whatever reason, were we communicated so effectively. We yeah. were such a great work team that it inevitably became a romance. But I mean, after like you know a while, but still. Uh, I think that's why we're so yeah, good no, we're at communicating. Anyway, uh, speaking of, um, as you know, talking about needing solitude, I need a lot of solitude. You come to learn this. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, I was binge watching some Netflix. One of the shows I'm going to talk to Paula about on the next episode, so I won't mention it, but I was I also binge watched in two days Indian matchmaking on Netflix. I was curious because, you know, we've always heard about arranged marriages in other societies, other cultures where they arrange marriages. A lot of them are very successful. Wait, so is this arranging marriages or is it just straight matchmaking? Well, this is what's interesting. In India, depending on what part of India, because India is massive, the culture and the society in which these different uh, Indian cultures are, it's different. Okay. Love marriage is not common in the more affluent families in India. They rely on a matchmaker okay. to either arrange a marriage if the if the son sure, specifically is, yeah, will not time. settle right. or just meet and they both get to agree that yes, we will get married. Right, got it. Okay, so the so I was actually really surprised. There was a couple. There was a lot of people in the United States. That's who what I was going to ask. Does this take place in India, or is it just several uh, do people from India? Several do, okay. but then several people with an Indian culture living in the United States. Got it. Got it. Got it. So what's funny is the American Indian way different because they're more independent. They're they're more far removed from the tradition, right? But they a want but they want someone in their culture to marry. Yeah, I think that's common. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, that's probably. Fun. But what I ultimately came, first of all, no one got married. <laughs> and the update is. Oh, so the matchmaker sucks then. Basically, she doesn't. She's the best in the country. Well, then no. Okay. But this is what she says. Things have She's changed, like, clearly. she said things have changed. Uh, the new generation is very. Excuse me. Is very independent. They want choice. They want the right to decide. And mm. the men, especially, and they're all super attractive. Yeah. They've they've turned down over a hundred women. Good Lord. To even meet. Well, India is not small. There's a lot. No, of people. and they're all 
stunningly beautiful yeah. people. Yeah. I I was like, okay, you can just close your eyes and pick one and go gorgeous. They're they're usually models. Yeah. They're professional. They're you know because education is incredibly important. Yeah. So going through and it's like you have the best of the best, cream of the crop, and you're still like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> and so then you go to the United Maybe States. Maybe that's the problem. Is that there's. The maybe cream of the, there's too much cream of the crop I, maybe because so you always think there's something better right I, they're so. not even looking for better in fact they all say the same thing like just because they're beautiful doesn't mean that they're quality humans they're not necessarily great were good there people. people on there that weren't quality humans i mean like were they assholes were they lots yeah yeah there was a lot actually and so in the united states they're just like i just want were somebody the in my united culture. states indians meaning like uh-huh. the ones based here more assholes no than- no, it was, not at all. No, no. In fact, the, the, the reality that uh, people who are living in the United States who are craving someone in their culture who will understand the, mm-hmm. the, all of the, the stuff that goes with their uh, religion or just their society, they called it their society a lot, mm-hmm. is that that's what they want. They don't want to have to fight through explaining everything to somebody who doesn't no, get it. Totally get it. But they're very picky about what kind of Indian they don't want like like from where yes oh, they want ge- like geography geography oh. is imperative which was very interesting well, i guess that makes sense though right because you know obviously being in the united states there's a very huge difference between well in most cases somebody from here versus somebody from oklahoma versus somebody from new york oh, yeah. india is even bigger so yeah. well, what why it? wouldn't it be that there was way, one so. there was one woman uh she lived in new jersey new york one of the most beautiful women. I mean, she's so beautiful. She was tall and being tall and fair skinned is very attractive in the okay. community. She's from her family's from India, but they all moved to Guyana, which is in like Africa, Africa. Uh-huh. but they're Indian, Okay, but it's a big deal. Most Indian men will not date her because she's not from India. They think she's from Africa, but she's not Wait, from Africa. So she was born in India and yes. they moved. Okay. They moved in and they know their history. She's like, well, we were, we were there until the 1800s oh, geez. and then we migrated to our family, migrated to Guyana. And that's where we ultimately w- w- lived. And then we moved to the United States and most Indian men are like, nah, no, thanks. Pass. They will wow. not. It was. It took a long time for the matchmaker to find men who were okay Even, with her not yeah. coming direct from India. It wow. was so surprising. So that kind of stuff was super good. I really loved it. I strongly recommend people watching it. But it was really interesting because, first of all, arranged marriages is, is not just... Indian. I mean, no, no, every, I no. mean, Asia, lot, a lot of, of people do yeah. it mm-hmm. and probably even here to some degree, sure. but I don't really know. The gypsies. That's a derogatory <laughs> term, young man. You're not allowed to say that. It's a TV show you used to watch. Yeah. And, and people don't like that term. Oh, apparently. I, oh, I, I apologize to all <laughs> the gypsies. Listen, even white trash have their standards. Okay. You can't call them gypsies. <laughs> I have you learned wore this. a dress made of dollar bills. I know. Shut the fuck up. Right. So, so all of our uh, non-G-worded listeners, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend it. It was uh, really good. And so the spoiler alert is none of them are married, even the one that got engaged. They're all single. Oh, so someone got as far as getting engaged. The one didn't. that was getting so much damn pressure from his mother, she had a BP machine in her house, and she's like, look, Akshar, <laughs> my blood pressure. You must choose a bride. I mean, it was super serious. So he finally chose one. And then at the end, when I read this update on Vanity Fair, and it says, where is everybody now? And it's like, none of them are married. Uh, the one that got the closest to the wedding, uh, the, the engagement ended 
she had to give back all of her her prized possessions that she was given for becoming the bride because they uh, said there were trust issues. I'm like, okay. She <laughs> made it really clear in the first meeting that she wasn't giving up her career. And she was like an accountant or something. And he comes from a really traditional home where he expected his wife to stay home and take care of him. He goes, if she's working, who's supposed to take care of me? It's not going to be me. <laughs> and they all move in with the parents. What? That's the old school way of doing it. So like, like his, permanently? Or yeah, like... so like his big, his big brother got married at 19, which is the appropriate age. And okay. then they can't have a baby until the younger brother gets married because the, oh, okay. the, the bride okay, can't it, be pregnant it. during the Yeah, but what the does that have to do with living with parents? That's just the tradition. Oh, wow. Everybody lives. I but first of all, know that. they're very wealthy. It does not matter. Well, so, I mean, they have tons of room. But, yeah. but yeah, but she's no, like, yeah, this sure. is my house. I set up the rules. I decide. Yeah. And the brides that come in, they come to me to ha- how do we make our husbands happy? Mm. And I'm like, I would never. <laughs> well, cultures but that are is, different. They couldn't find anyone to do it. That's all I'm saying. But cultures evolved too. So they have evolved. And so the matchmaker was like, look, it is what it is. She goes, my goal is just for everybody to have a happy life. She's like, if they come to me and it works and she's had over like 1200 successful marriages in like two years or something, it was some unbelievable number. So it does happen. Oh yeah. We just saw. You You have, you have to assume too, that anyone willing to be on a TV show about it is probably not your average person that she gets. Right. With that. They need yeah. to amp that up a little bit. They need. Well, uh, I would know. think that true. I'm sure they picked these people. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, they're beautiful. What? All of them. That's my my point. Yes. Not not just the beauty part, but just my point is, yeah. is that even in a reality show. Yeah. Normal, whether it's left. <laughs> no, I don't mean politically, <laughs> but left or right. Any like really like one end of the spectrum, normal to super Crazy. hot, you know, oh, whatever yes, yes. looking, whatever. You, it's very difficult to be average person and well, be on boring. television, even in a reality Totally show. boring. So anyway, that's the show, Indian oh. Matchmaking. I highly Is recommend it. Like, it. Was it like one season, two it's seasons? just one season. So. I don't think there'll be a, like, I don't, these cool documentary things that they're putting on Netflix right now, I'm not getting the impression there will be a second or a third was season. It, like, what was the documentary to reality TV blend there? Was it there was all documentary? Scripted. Nothing scripted. Well, I don't mean scripted because reality TV isn't always scripted. But. Well, like a lot of their first dates, the parents are there. Like yeah. it's really okay. traditional. Okay. I don't think so. It was, it was more. It was more documentary yeah. than it was. Okay, absolutely. Fair. So highly recommend. Cool. And then I'll talk about the other one next week okay. with Paula, which is Love on the Spectrum, which a lot of people have been watching. That'll be Wednesday show. Then, yes, and okay. that'll be Wednesday show. And I have nothing but good things to say about that show as well. Awesome. Which is far more real. So than this is what event. you're doing upstairs when I'm downstairs wandering mm-hmm. around the West on my horse in Red Dead Redemption yes. or shooting things on Call Trying of Duty. to find sleeping possums. Yes, that's what you're doing. Yes. All right. God, that challenge. Oh in God. your life, yes. you and I have not created a son organically together. But not that I'm aware of. But <laughs> my son oh, yeah. uh, is now your essentially your son. Yeah. You feel like you guys are basically like father-son. You've yep. raised him since that's he was five. Yep. So you... Now he's and, 100. I know. You and I... <laughs> helped him buy a new car yes but it wasn't brand new it was a used certified car that he just is absolutely in love with but it is a manual and it's a vw which is basically a porsche just not as fancy inside but the motor and all that it's basically the same thing based on what my dad used to tell me sure well he's like they're literally the same car yeah i mean a few things are different but i mean in general (laughs) it's exact it's exactly the same motor yeah he goes you can put a rubber band and it'll run they're they're super easy so 
our son got one. Yes. And it's a manual, which was hard to deal with. But he and he but he's so meticulous about caring for his vehicle. Yeah. And then he called you on Friday at six o'clock. And what happened? So he's had the car for three, three and a half weeks. Yes. And as part of his meticulous care, so he takes it to a place he's he's taken his cars previously. This will be relevant here in a minute. But he, and he has the oil changed, and because it had never been, and it turned out that it was a good thing, he had the transmission fluid all clean, like renewed, like right. flushed out and and done. So when he calls me at that time of night, there's usually something he needs help with. Okay. Like, like it's not, otherwise he would text me, <laughs> right? You true. know what I mean? So calls like, so I was trying to be all played off. I was like, yes, I would like to, I would like you to pick me up a couple of beers at that brew pub you go to. Cause I, cause I thought he was there and he laughed and he goes, no, I'm not there. I'm at the gas station. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know. That car is meticulous it and is. three weeks old. I know. What in the actual fuck? He goes, right. he goes, the check engine light went on this morning. I didn't notice anything wrong, but the check engine light went on. Mm -hmm. So I called, made an appointment at the dealership to take it in. Mm -hmm. Then, and I'm not going to drag this out, but then he goes, I'm driving at home. I get a block from work and I get into second gear and it won't accelerate. Oh my God. So I coast, not coast, but I slow drive Baby it into to the this gas station. gas station and I get into a parking spot and we're good. Like yeah. I'm here, but I don't think I should drive this thing. I'm never going to get home. Like no. it's, it's, it won't go over 10, 15 miles. An That's hour. insane. And he was like, he's like 40 minutes away from home. And it, too. So it's clearly a transmission issue, yeah. right? There's something going on there. So I'm like, okay, well, I will call. We've got good insurance on it. You know, we just put them on our policy and it's got the roadside assistance. So mm -hmm. I go online, I booked a tow truck and I said, okay, they said they're going to be there within an hour, but I'm going to come and get you anyway. I'm going to come. Yeah. So I drive there. And plus, as it turns out, because of COVID, they don't want you riding with the tow truck drivers. Right. So he'd need a so ride I, he anyway. So he would have needed a ride anyway. Yeah. So I get down there and I park right next to him and we are facing the AMPM watching the lovely uh, world that is uh, Elk Grove, <laughs> the humanity of people that go into uh, an AMPM at freeway. 8 o'clock at night by the freeway. <laughs> yeah. So the people watching was fairly decent. But so we're there and we're and everything's online now so we can see tow truck's going to be here in an hour, right? And actually, by that time, it was a half hour. So we get there, and the tow truck thing changes to tow truck is on site. And we're like, where is he? A fucking tow truck here. So we call. And they go, oh, we're a half hour away. So I was like, fuck. Okay. So now it's already going to take 90 minutes. Okay. So tow truck comes within a half hour. Big flatbed truck. No, you know, no, no big deal. And turns out that these VWs have what's called a tow hook. Mm -hmm. so their frames are relatively soft, so they don't oh, like to be pulled right. because you can literally break Pull or the bend thing. them to pulling them up onto the, the, the tow bed. So they have a little thing that there's a little spot, and it's like a little eye hook, and you literally screw it into the bumper of the car, and that is a place where you can tow it okay. up. Well, this is an eight-year-old used car. No tow hook. Oh, no. He doesn't have one. Oh. It's normally where, like, the like the spare tire is, okay. right? So. So the guy's helping us look and we're looking nothing. Oh no. So he goes, can't. I can't tell you. <gasps> He's not going to try. No. Great. No. And, and I'll, so I'll get back to that. Yeah. So flatbed, no go. He okay. goes, sorry guys. So, okay. So I call the insurance company again. I go, okay, we need a wheeler or a record toe. Somebody that can put skates under this thing and pull, pull it, it up. up. And they're like, okay, we'll rebook one for you. 90 minutes. <laughs> so now you've been there for almost three hours. So no, at this point, 
uh, less than two still. Oh, okay. Less than two. And they said 90 minutes, but it's they've got the right kind of truck. Okay. I'm like, okay. So again, on the app, it's been ordered, blah, blah, blah. We get about an hour in, and I'll get back to what we were doing all this time in a minute. But we get back to the the, the hour happens. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to call just to see if they're at least on their way. Call. Oh, I'm sorry. We informed the insurance company like 45 minutes ago that there's an accident and we're canceling and we're not coming. Oh, so how, they, how nice. So, the, so it, which they never called us and told no. us the tow company was co- not coming. What a nightmare. Right. And so, I so now, so now shit. I call the insurance company again. This and is a I part said, of life that just makes and it by the way, so. It's not the insurance company. It's it the, doesn't matter. It's the company they hired it's to do It's the whole all this. thing. It sucks. So then now I call a third time and. They don't have any rec. They don't have his policy number. I don't know what? what this guy. I don't know if it went after hours and now they're using some other company or something because they had no access. They can't order a tow truck for a car they don't see a policy on. Dude, I, you so, told me that in your old nightmare, and I'm like, so, fucking leave the so car. So get this. So get this. So Tyler, who works is a parts manager at a body shop and <laughs> right. speaks the auto language, right. gets out of the fucking truck, slams the door, and I see him pick up the phone. And all I and so I'm now off the phone going, fuck, I, we're just gonna have to call a tow truck. We're just gonna have to call one. Yeah. And I hear him, Ivan. And I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> He's like, Ivan, 15 minutes? You're not fucking with me. Like 15 minutes, you can be here. Now I do not listen to me, Ivan. I do not have a tow hook. Like, can't do you have a truck that can get my car on yeah. the tow truck? And he's like, no problem, Tyler. I just know he's like Russian, dude. Like, yeah. no problem, Tyler. I get you. I got you, man. So because we're in his neighborhood anyway right. of where he works. So he right. knows these people. They yeah. tow trucks there all the time, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. So so what pulls up? Flatbed tow truck. Right. Same fucking truck we had four hours ago. <laughs> Not same company, but right. same kind of truck. And I'm like, Tyler. And he's like, no, we're going to figure this out. This fucking dude pulls up, drops the ramp. Tyler gets in the car and he goes, Tyler, drive. And he just fucking drives the car up onto the tow truck. <laughs> I'm like, we could have done this four fucking hours ago. Yeah. Well, come to find out, the reason that we didn't is that guy was insurance and liability, and, oh. and this is fucking Ivan. Yeah. Ivan does give <laughs> zero fucks. Yeah, drive it up here, and he made that shit work. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks later, we'll get reimbursed, whatever, and yeah. we got home. Oh my god! Um, so it was a fucking nightmare. You know what? Fucking Russians is a, they're the, they the will best. Get, they will get Mexicans and Russians will get the shit done. <laughs> it's, it's, it's they like will. That, it's like that line. No in, joke. It's like that line in Hamilton. Immigrants, we get the job shit, done. They <laughs> so, do, man. So anyway, so now what was funny about all this is the four and a half to five hours that we were here in my truck and what we were doing. So for example, we watched that. Uh, you sent us that viral video about those two teenagers seeing the Phil Collins in the for air the tonight for time. the first time. Yeah, we Tyler was on the phone with his girlfriend he's like hold on i gotta call you back and he hangs up <laughs> and we're watching this video and we're cracking up at that we're talking about video games and he's like fuck i was like did you eat like did you mm-hmm. he's like i was like not that there's good food here it's right. ampm or whatever and he's vegan on top of it right. so not a lot of vegan shit at the ampm probably not um, oh cheetos are vegan okay in <laughs> fact i think he said he had cheetos earlier in the day. i was like well go get a beer or something like you know yeah. just let's chill and and he goes ah oh, they don't have any tall boys that i was like i was like I looked at him like, hello. <laughs> and he goes, all right, I'll go buy a six pack. So there he goes go. and he buys a six pack. And now we're drinking and, and yeah. talking and shooting the shit. Anything and- good? Anything I don't know about? 
Nah, just he was talking about his house and what he wants to do. Oh, he's right. moving out, so so he's moving, I should say, and he's he's got this basement. He's gonna have his little corner, yeah. His guitar, and you know, so yeah, he's, um, he's pretty excited about it. But yeah, we, I mean, the bonding part was and the time just spending, which we don't get to do very oh. often, was was great. But silver lining. What a fucking nightmare that was, man. dude. You guys didn't get home till almost one a.m. I joked with him. I was like, I was like, Tyler, if this next tow truck doesn't work out. We're gonna bi- we're gonna go get two pieces of wood, and you're gonna drive that little fucking thing in the back of my truck. <laughs> yeah, because it's a little Volkswagen <laughs> GTI, yeah. and like it's pretty close. It we'll can probably fit. Get it. <laughs> it will probably fit. So, uh, speaking of, let's circle back to what's actually wrong with the vehicle. First of all, it's at a shop. It clearly yeah. was transmission when we pulled the car out transmission fluid all over the fucking place it's under the hood spraying oh my god um, and there was and transmission fluid had completely leaked out oh i think we know what happened yeah that fucking place didn't know what they were doing they did something wrong because there was nothing wrong with the vehicle when we bought it we test drove it we did the whole thing we had it looked at um, but they clearly when they changed out the transmission stuff literally three days earlier They did. They gas. I don't know anything about that shit, but some kind of gasket, the something they didn't do right. They did not return so it to its. We original. don't know for sure, but hopefully, and and the fact that the check engine light went yeah. on made me think there's no pressure. There's yeah. something's happening. Yeah. So it's not like it was some surprise type deal. So my hope is is that his decision to not drive it anymore oh, yeah. is going to prevent it from being some expensive Absolutely. problem. So there was anyway. my there was our adventure. God, I don't know. I was exhausted. I had video games to play. That really pissed me off. No, it was fine. I mean, it was good to hang out with him, but not. Under, I, I much rather would have done it under different circumstances. It was, it was very frustrating. Yeah, but you know, you get your time in when you can. Sure. What are you gonna do? I'll take it. Yeah, that's true. I'll take it. Anyway, all right. Well, let's do some ugly. Do you have an ugly and awkward moment this yeah, week? I, I think it would qualify. Okay, I definitely do. Oh, jeez. share one okay and then i'll save one one. in the holster i'll save one for next time yes so please what is your ugly and awkward moment of the so this will be short but it's as you know we have a camera on our front porch yes okay um just typical like not highfalutin or anything just a typical camera that that you know lets us so we can see if people are coming to the door or whatever um so yesterday i was walking outside and um as we discussed on our little walk to our mailbox last night i (laughs) have fairly sensitive feet and yet somehow refuse to just put slides or or flips on to go outside and just go out my bare foot right bare feet to just because i was just going to the truck saying the f word please feet 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 i (laughs) (laughs) don't hit me oh my god what are you doing (laughs) leg hands please anything you're hurting my ears and you're making me sick (laughs) all right so i went outside sans shoe Yes. And um, took two steps down. I was just going walking just to my get truck. Get on with it. Something. I don't want to hear about your leg hands anymore. <laughs> so I got two steps down and immediately stepped on a rock of some mm-hmm. kind. And I didn't fall, <laughs> but I took a very like ow, 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 kind hop. of tumble, right? And Did you get it on camera? So the only thing I didn't look, I know <gasps> it, I know it's there, but, um, but oh, here- that's my point of the ugly and awkward moment was I was 
not concerned at all about my injury mm. i was way more immediately concerned about what i looked like on camera well <laughs> like i will it, say this I was like damn it an ugly and awkward moment on film i will tell you this <laughs> the likelihood of me looking for it is very small no i know because i don't like seeing myself on that fucking thing so i delete <laughs> everything if i know i've come in and out from shopping or I'm walking or whatever it. i'm just deleting i'm like i don't want to see my big ass no way <laughs> And it's a bad angle. See, when I travel, I look for your. It's sweet a bad ass. angle, so I'm like, this is inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yours. Funny. Okay. Uh, this will be when we went to Tahoe. Okay. Um, you and I had a fairly okay dinner the first night. Yeah. But the second night, we made up for it. We were able to snag a uh, reservation at probably the nicest non-casino restaurant in South Lake Tahoe, which sure. is ever edgewood edgewood i want it's to say the, it's at the i kept golf. wanting to say everwood uh, yeah it's edgewood and it's their main fancy restaurant they yes. have several there but that's the, the nicest of the ones because you have a full glass wall where you can see the sunset and the lake yeah. and the lake it, it, you know it's beautiful and we got a really nice premium spot because you know we just we get lucky sometimes and so we were waiting and because of the the pandemic they don't like people standing around waiting right so we're like oh you know blah 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 so i said well i'm gonna go to the bathroom really quick and then we went outside so i went downstairs of course the bathroom is downstairs of course god forbid which is why i don't wear heels when you and i do anything because i go into the bathroom now this is a super super old school golf course country club type place it's a premium course well it's world class i mean they have the pro-am there every year and it's beautiful so everything's really high and falutin so i go into the bathroom stall and there's a few people but the doors are like top to bottom like there's no gap so it's like super private in the stall in the stall so it's like you literally are opening a door to a room to get in and when you close it it has like a latch just like a door does i'm like oh sweet so i did all that and i sat down and i peed and i got up and i'm like okay so i heard I locked myself in. I could not get out. Oh, no. Is that why you took so long? Yes. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) How? What happened? So I'm unlocking and locking and pulling, going, uh, you know, pulling on the door. I'm like, okay, relax. (laughs) Panicking is going to make this worse. Breathe. And there are people going, you know, I can hear people talking like, okay, well, you know, yeah, well, daddy's waiting for us. We have to go. And I'm just like, okay, relax. I can wait for everyone to leave and crawl out under if I have to. Wait, you said it went to the floor. Well, there's there. I could literally go all the way across if I had to. Uh, there's like the sides oh, were sorry. lifted, okay. but the front door I couldn't. <laughs> Tell me you did not do that. So I'm like, well, I hadn't gotten to that point okay, yet. Good. But I'm like, all right, let's just try this a couple more times. <laughs> it took me a good ten times to get the combination of this latch and the door correct. Then finally it opened. I went never again. <laughs> never again. I'm I holding it. My pants. I am definitely not coming back to this place. So I'm like, I quickly washed my hands and I walked out and you're looking at me like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> it did like, take forever. Locked in the head. I thought it was I really far away. I didn't realize you had a whole. No, I had a whole thing. Magilla. There was a whole thing going on. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. I can't do anything. And you know, whenever things get really fancy, I mean, awkward goes into overdrive. I'm not built. It's funny because Tyler and I were talking about how we had a really nice balcony when we went. And I said, oh, yeah, the hotel was nice. We had a super nice balcony, second story. 
So everybody at the beach could see us in jealousy because we were in the shade and we didn't have to be around anyone. It was really cool. And I said, it was at that moment I realized, I'm like, there has to be royal line in my bloodline somewhere because I take (laughs) far too much joy looking down at people and being glad that I'm not where they are. Fairly certain you actually mentioned that out loud to me. I did. I'm like, I I think, I I definitely think. See, I pay attention. (laughs) This is definitely something that I'm far too comfortable with. It's just looking at other people. The problem is, is the formality. Looking down on That's other what I people. said. Okay. The formality of being royal would not go well yeah, for me. Sure. In a million years, I'd be like, oh, yes. Well, that's Princess Jamie. Just ignore her. <laughs> she goes on the side. She'll never rule. Don't worry, everyone. You won't have to deal with that. That would be my life. <laughs> and she died a very lonely lady. Because no no princes thought she was not awkward and they couldn't deal with <laughs> and it. And had a Viking funeral. And had a Viking funeral. Dude, I want a Viking funeral. It'd be amazing. Well, we're gonna die at the same time. So oh, we that's well right. Do I forgot. Together. We'll be like those lions at the zoo. I know. They'll just they'll put us to sleep together and then put us out in a boat with hay and we'll Light burn it. and that'll be the end of it. Nice. <laughs> Actually, Mackenzie will be nice Darth Vader death. Mackenzie will be like, you know what? I want to do it. <laughs> I'll throw the. I'll do the. I'll do the arrow, you guys. That that would be Kenzie. She'd be like, absolutely not, unless I get to unless shoot the I arrow. get to shoot the arrow. <laughs> it's true. All right. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all I have. What do you have? That's it. We're good. All right. Well, thanks for letting me sit in. You're welcome. And everybody, next week, Paula will be back, and we will talk more crap and uh, more whatever. Drop Wednesday. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.